hosting the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online is news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 113. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for more information on their great networking products. I'm joined each and every week by Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au here in the Tech Guide studios this week. It's great to see you face-to-face once again, Trevor. Uh, They're my favourite podcast for radio. Record. Yeah, that's right. You said that, not me. But, oh, who uh, was I talking about? You or me? <laughs> well, we'll let our listeners decide that. How about that? Should we run a, a poll? We'll get a data. We're going to get a photo <laughs> taken here at the desk. My wife's volunteered to take a photo in our studio here, and I'll oh, post right. it. With, uh, with my story okay. on Tech Guide tomorrow. Uh, and importantly, we're not going to talk about South Sydney tonight because they're on top of the NRL table and we just really, no, we're not going to we talk really just that. need to pass over those <laughs> kind of things because this is about technology. The news of the week, the technology information of the week, all here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. I kind of love talking about BlackBerry because it, it harps me back. I feel like it's um, I feel like we're going back in time because BlackBerry to me, and I, you know me, I've always loved BlackBerry. I thought um, I was their number one fan in Australia. Frankly, five years ago, I, I couldn't get away from my BlackBerry. I uh, I couldn't bit, convert to the other devices. Feeling a bit nostalgic. Eh? I am feeling yeah. nostalgic. Last night, um, at some ungodly hour, I didn't intentionally stay up for. I it. watched it actually. That's how. Uh yeah, Lame you are, yeah. <laughs> I was up busily recording your tech life, but uh, when I finished that, um, turns out there was a, an event in Florida called BlackBerry Live where they announced a few things, and we'll run through a couple of those things. And I'm actually going to skip to something they announced um, in kind of the middle of the whole thing, which I think is very cool. The BBM, the BlackBerry Messenger, was for a long time one of the best parts of the BlackBerry, and it was the predecessor to iMessage, for example. Mm. Um, iMessage wasn't around for Apple in, in the early days, and BlackBerry Messenger allowed two people with Blackberries, and you specifically had to have a BlackBerry because each BlackBerry has a unique uh, identifying yeah, number. Pin number yeah. And you could literally send these really quick messages um, to your friends that it could involve it photos, videos, messaging. anything like that. It yep. was it was very good. They could be group messaging, and it was it was very powerful uh, as a as a mobile to mobile messaging dev- messaging software. Yeah, but you know the, the strange thing about that, and I use a BlackBerry a lot too, not many people not many BlackBerry owners knew that was there. There was a lot of that, there was a lot that didn't know it was True. there. True. No, I, I 100% agree but those that did know it was there oh, were, they were absolutely power users. Yeah. I mean they, they gave a number yesterday, I can't remember what it was, it was like 10 yeah. billion messages yeah, a day crazy, or something yeah. crazy uh, are being sent on this thing and the the I guess in the new ecosystem, uh, WhatsApp is is the standard for yeah. um, for uh, for messaging uh, over the internet because Apple to Apple you use iMessage. But if you're like me at the moment, I'm using an Android device, and and my wife's at home with an Apple. I can't use iMessage, so WhatsApp is probably the way to go. Yeah. So BlackBerry announced that um, in a couple of months, BlackBerry Messenger will be available for iOS and Android, yeah. which opens it up as potentially. Uh, a WhatsApp killer and, and a global Absolutely. messaging platform. Well, that was a surprising move, yeah. though. I think that one one thing 
that you, you don't give away your signature feature. I think that was one of their signature features yeah. that distinguished them, gave people a reason to buy BlackBerry yeah. and to keep people in the BlackBerry yeah. ecosystem. I think what it's what it's doing, if you have left the BlackBerry ecosystem, like we and, have, uh, like, like us, mm-hmm. um, would, this may give you an, a re-entry back into the from our current devices, whether yeah. it's an iPhone or an Android. But is that go? Are you? Is that going to make us want to eventually go back to BlackBerry? Right. Or there, there's no logic to it in that sense because it doesn't make me want a BlackBerry again. It just makes me like BBM again. Mm. Um, so the logic behind it is questionable. But you would what you would say is basically they've got the infrastructure for it. Yeah. And let, let's assume that you know three years ago they had a, a this you know a high level of messaging, and now it's lower because there's less devices. Yeah. Frankly, if they've got the capacity, why not open it up? I should point out though there was a very solid disclaimer after the BBM announcement uh, subject. To approval, I was going to say by Apple. It seemed and very by the bold. Play Store, yeah, it, it seemed it, it a very bold announcement. <laughs> Apple might turn around and say, uh, "Sorry, don't think so." Yeah. No, Apple would struggle to, to block it. Given, no, it, I don't think. It well, how's it going to hurt them? Well, no, exactly. How's it going to hurt? Apple them? are going to look and go, "Yeah, we're going to make, yeah. we're going to make I, I going to bring available for Android to us. not." But that's yeah. the thing. Apple wouldn't make iMessage no available way. for Android. No That'd way. be stupid. Yes, no way in the world. Because that would give that's that little out. Like the the reason I give most people to not buy an Android phone is because they have iMessage within their family. Yeah. And I'm missing it right now. I can't iMessage my six-year-old son who's got an iPod Touch and just yeah. you know, mucking around with iMessage. Yeah. Can't do it now. I'm on an Android phone. So little things like that are crazy. But mm-hmm. you, you mentioned uh, the, the BBM being kind of an integral part of BlackBerry. The other integral part of BlackBerry over the years has, has been the keyboard. Yes. Now, this is this. is I've been mulling on this for a week because about a week ago I organized to get a hold of the Q10, which is the new BlackBerry 10 operating system uh, device that has a keyboard. So, so it's basically the BlackBerry Bold with BBM. BB exactly. 10. Slightly bigger touch screen, but it's yep. got BlackBerry 10. Yep. Now, I, I, it arrived. I think mm. it's beautiful. You're holding it in your hand, I'm holding Trevor, it in my hand right now. I actually think it's a great device. I, I, I enjoyed using it. But the Let problem, me have a look at that. The problem, the problem here is I don't understand why that's not their flagship device this year. The Z10, which is this full touch screen, you know, iPhone or Samsung-like yep. phone, is their flagship device. The fact is it should be the Q10 because it's well, the one with no, the keyboard. I just agree, Trevor. I think the Z10 had to be out the front because this thing still looks 2005. Yeah, it still looks old. Yeah, I just think you there's know, a huge number of old. people in corporate Australia yep. that have Blackberries. But, though, I should qualify that, though. The Z10, and I've reviewed it on Tech Guide. I think the keyboard, the virtual keyboard, the virtual keyboard. is one of the best virtual keyboards of, on a touchscreen, no, no, on sure. any device, iPhone, everyone right. included. And that, that does prove the point that the keyboard is still integral so to the So for Black anyone Marie who's ecosystem. thinking, oh, they're going to get separation anxiety from their physical keyboard, rest assured, and there's some people that I know, Stephen Senatiempo, our, yeah, yeah, uh, our yeah. radio friend, He's made the switch to the Z10 and loves the, the yeah, new right. keyboard. So, well, here's the here's um, this is getting really crazy in, in, intricate. But the interesting thing about this this phone, and you probably wouldn't notice that you're not as much of a BlackBerry fan as I was, but the keyboard here, it's straight. The old keyboard always had, had a, a slight curve, curve. No, I remember that, and yeah. and I think that's what made it easy to use. Yeah. This not quite as easy to use, and so it's a simple little things where they've gone backwards. But I think the the Q10 is a great device for people. Who are still on Blackberries? Yeah. That's that's the caveat essentially. Absolutely. Well, well, that's a kind of a good segue into the next part of this segment about the other product they've announced, which is the Last Q5, mm. which is uh, kind of like the Q10. Yep. It's got the keyboard. It's got a 3.1 inch screen. Same as that. And it's got the uh, the keyboard, and it's it's aimed at 
the emerging youth market. market. Yeah, so well, emerging market like you're, you know, I don't know whether you're Chinas and Indians yeah, things yeah. like that. But I think he also mentioned uh, the CEO. His name, uh, Mr. Carsten, is it? Well, I don't forget the, the Thorsten. Thorsten, Mr. Blackbury. He's not he, my uh, buddy. He said he said it was also aimed at the youth market. So and and the yeah, the reason it, comes it was in colors. colors. Yeah, so you got pink and red and black and white. Um, but I think that. The the youth did, did BlackBerry suddenly think that either any any youngster that gets a smartphone who's just going to have this insatiable need to message? Of course, they're always messaging and texting and you know, on Facebook well, and stuff like on. that. Is the keyboard going to be going to make a comeback? Do they think maybe we're maybe we're hitting on the whole strategy here, which is youth messaging. Uh, keyboards, you put BBM on every device. Well, if that was the case, why aren't people using the what, what, you know the sling? What are those? The oh, the old, the, the yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who but made those? The kicks, kick, the kick, kick, kicks. Oh, God, what are they called? <laughs> what are they called? We ran a blanky. But you know the sidekick, oh, sidekick. sidekick. Yeah, sling, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that'd still be king. No, but think about it this way, right? Think about it. The kids, like 14, 16 year olds, right? They don't have brand new iPhones. They're getting hand me downs, right? Yes, they are. So a lot of them have got you know even old HTCs iPhones, whatever. Yeah. If you put BBM on that, and your and your friend's got a new BlackBerry Q5, then when that person who's got an old iPhone mm-hmm. wants to wants to get a new phone, BlackBerry. BlackBerry yep. Q5. So maybe there is a strategy there at the youth end of the well, market. I saw it as maybe, you know, you, you, your high school student, you know, mm. like in my family, my three kids got their first phone when they started high school when they were 12. So is I'd that love strategy, to hold out that long. Is the strategy going to be, right, you, you, got, you want a smartphone, here's something. Let's hope it's affordable. Here's something yeah. that... And, and it's got a 3.1-inch touchscreen, okay? Yeah. An iPhone 4, and even 4S, has a 3.5-inch screen. So you kind of got the touchscreen anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. And you know, you're only 0.4 of an inch off an iPhone screen, mm. uh, the iPhone 4 screen. You've got a full keyboard, quirky colors. looks pretty nice. I've got some pictures. It is on, a nice-looking thing. It look, looks pretty cool. It, it, and it's simply, the keys The keys are simply different. Like the old, the BlackBerry Curve had kind of pop-out keys just like this, yes. whereas the Bold always had the integrated keys. It, it's it's just a, it's, it's the same um, theory that they've had before. And I think this is... You know what? And we'll talk about this later. This is a bit like Nokia. A little bit of a comeback here at the start of the well, year for BlackBerry to come with these nice new devices, yeah. a nice new push. The question is, what will it do for the company? But, what, I, but, I but it's the, the ball's in their court now. Like it's, ready, it's ready for them to either, you know, either they're going to bunt it in front of them or hit it out of the park. Yeah. How the hell are they going to market this thing? They've got to make this thing like you can't sell a secret. Get this out. They really, you know, the last, we, we've spoken before about their other that wake up campaign, which was a disaster. Yeah. People are still remembering that, right? Yeah. I, I still do. I think that was just a, that was a crippling a disaster, campaign. Yep. But here's an opportunity where this device actually isn't too bad. Yeah. It's probably better than a lot of Android, entry level Android entry devices. Level Android, out there. definitely. So, yeah, the, the, the low hanging fruit that they might want to aim for, those entry level smartphone users, maybe first time smartphone users. Facebook and BBM is all the kids need today. And what so. are they doing? Yeah, they're, they're, they're inboxing each other. That's it. So, BlackBerry, so, I hope they're listening. The, the Q5 will, will come out later this year, entry level. The Q10 will be out, oh, I mean, we think June or something this year. My advice to people, and I should thank the people at MobiCity, uh, um, who, who sent me this uh, Q10. And so if, you, if you're that desperate, which plenty, I'll tell you, people are, yeah. you want this keyboard, you can buy them right now, $749 through MobiCity. It's, it's basically a grey import from the US yep. or Canada. Uh, and or that was going to come from the UK, but it ended up coming from Canada. Did, so, was it delivered in a brown paper bag in an alleyway, or a, a brown a brown cardboard box from FedEx? <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, the Q10 yeah. 749 at Moby City. Who who the hell knows when BlackBerry will make Before it available? Before we here. wrap up this segment, though, Trevor, yep. we should also mention one other point about the apps for BlackBerry. They mm-hmm. they mentioned.
mentioned back back, uh, back when the Z10 was released, they announced yep. the big back in late January. They said there were 70,000 apps ready to go for yep. BB10. Uh, at last night's keynote, they mentioned that figure is now at 120,000 apps. So mm. there's a lot of developers out there who kind of got a little bit of love for the, the BlackBerry platform there. So they're, they're getting things like Skype, I think, for yep, the first Skype time. For there's, the first time. There, there's a lot of, lot of very well-known apps that are now hitting BlackBerry. They're, they've got to announce some big ones, though. I, no, yeah. This is the thing. Instagram. I, is I actually Instagram don't use I actually don't use a lot of apps on my iPhone, as crazy as that sounds. I really mm. don't. And it is. It's basically social. You know, it's Twitter, yep. Facebook. Instagram. And so the fact that I can't get Instagram and yeah. I can't get Spotify, and I noticed that today I loaded up, I kind of got sick of the BlackBerry very quickly. I, I put my SIM into HTC One, mm-hmm. you know, quickly put my Gmail on there, and then I'm driving here going, I want to listen to my music. I just put yeah. Spotify on in no time, and I'm listening to whatever yeah. I want. Yep. Can't do that on BlackBerry. So is you've Spotify got to have these Windows basic things. Spotify on Windows? Uh, I don't know. And is, is Inst- I know Instagram isn't on Windows. Well, this is Windows the thing. Phone. So this is the thing. It's, it's truly the battle the for third. They want to get the kids it's to the use the battle them. for third here. Well... I think, but don't you agree, though? They want to get the kids on these platforms. Definitely. They need Instagram. They need to say, well, right. Like, my, my daughter, my, my eldest daughter, she's her, her iPhone broke. She didn't need a new device. And I offered her a choice of devices <laughs> to use. In the, yeah. She's got a new iPhone 5 now. Yeah, of course. Right? She said, um, I said, what phone do you want to use? She said, oh, as long as it's got Instagram. That was her. That was her area. answer. Simple as that. So, there you go. She's 18. You know, this is typical of, of a teenage user. They want Instagram. Now, if you want to check out the uh, the BlackBerry Q5 announcement from last night, you can check out techguide.com.au. More information uh, coming throughout the week uh, here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, there's some interesting news, uh, network news around... Uh, God, don't we week. love network news? Network news. And I'm not talking the TV <laughs> network news. We're talking mobile network news mm. here, folks. Uh, and it's all from Samsung and the world's first 5G wireless, the successful trial of uh-huh. 5G technology. Now, This is uh, true nerdy white lab well, code stuff. But now I, I quite like the, the sort of the, the figures that they've quoted here. They've, they've said their transmission speeds, data transmission speeds of one gigabit per second, which is just stupidly fast. Yeah. Uh, that, that kind of speed, you can download a DVD, like a four gigabyte DVD worth of information in 30 seconds. So that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but one thing, uh, and try not to get too technical here, is that the network is won't be quite ready for consumer consumption till 2020 they're, they're talking about <laughs> it's, it's like it's like they've achieved this speed um but they've burnt like a, it's like driving a car a certain speed you've achieved the speed and that's all well and good but you've used like 20 times more fuel than a normal car would. exactly and kind of done that, this with 5g correct and, and this is this is the whole prototyping lab environment stuff and in your car examples absolutely spot on you could build like if the speed of sound was the objective yeah okay we know we can do that but can we bring it down to fuel economy and, and value that people can actually use. So they've got to get this to a point where it can be rolled out at a, at a tower level by telcos, uh, and then they've got to hand, get handset availability. Handsets isn't a problem because there's so, such fast turnover on that, but the cost of rolling out a network is billions. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of blasé about this, to be honest. Uh, it's great that it's there. Um, it, it's not overly realistic because, you know, will we get the gig in, in real life, real world applications? Mm. Um, will people uh, want it? Yes. Uh, will it sustain the capacity when there's, you know, 20 million people using it? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, all those great questions around the network. But, but, um, I'm still happy with 3G. <laughs> one, one of the interesting reactions, though, to this story when, when people started quoting the one gigabit per second speeds 
is that a lot of people started yelling out, well, why we don't need the NBN and get rid of it. We've got wireless. And, and I think a lot of people have got to understand that, like any kind of wireless technology, the more people that use it, the slower it gets. Whereas you've got a physical bit of fibre, you're going to get the hundred, the gigabit per second and, no matter and what. I think even you would agree that in 2020 when we're sitting here going, how what could we do with fibre? <laughs> we won't be talking gigabit speeds. Yeah. We'll be That'll talking be something crazy. 7,023, whatever that is. Yeah, be, exactly. But, I mean, we're, we're, in a, we're, this, <laughs> we're in this for the long haul, people. Um, but, like, but, but it's, look, I think looking ahead, that's we're still talking seven years away, yeah. 2020, seven years away. Um, and, and I'm sure that that the fact that it is you know you needs this really high gigahertz network and and it's not quite ideal at the moment yeah seven years is a long time though in, in 2020 Mate, this, this could be the, the new this could be working as good as the NBN perhaps who knows who on earth knows but my point would be in 20 in seven years we don't know how fast the NBN will be able to go because the same That's improvements true. in technology can mm-hmm. be applied to fiber as it can be to wireless. Yep. So we don't know what's going to happen at either end. So, yeah, tough one. But, look, bottom line, a great chest-beating exercise for Samsung. For Good say that they, they did it go. first. Um, right. Interesting to see how it rolls out over the coming uh, years. You are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Clicking through uh, techguide.com.au as I do, basically six, seven times a day, Stephen, obviously. Good for you. Um, you have One to of my best customers. Subtract though. those hits from your monthly reports. <laughs> Um, Virgin Mobile has launched a, a, a 4G mobile broadband service. So Virgin is basically a subsidiary of Optus yes. uh, in, in, in real terms. Uh, so Optus have their 4G network. So Virgin's come out with some pretty darn competitive uh, 4G price plans, which yeah. make you make you really think about whether or not um, you know the the wireless data isn't isn't a good option at the at the base level. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I ran this story. I, I thought the the value it offers, uh, the prices they've quoted for their 4G 12 month plan, my I should add, mm. is 59 a month with 13 gig of data. Uh, on that twelve-month contract, and and uh, th- that's pretty generous when it's talking four G. Oh yeah, uh, and, and that would be even competitive to some household plans that maybe an entry-level plan that you may be paying forty, fifty bucks a month. You may have a phone tied into it. Uh, you, you're kind of up around that. You probably wouldn't even have 13 gig of data per you month. Not. But um, you've got to remember, though, it is using the Optus network, and Optus 4G is uh, based around Sydney, Newcastle, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. Uh, and Hobart will be next year. Mm. Uh, I've actually got to correct that on my story. I said Hobart later this year, but the uh, the press release well, was wrong. I think it's great that more companies are offering the 4G. And I'm, well, the the impressive thing about this is the is the data, so that you can really make because the thing. And I had this conversation with someone on the radio this week about the 5G. Uh, topic. Um, okay, but when we get to 5G, we need to make sure the plans are, are adequate yeah. because you're going to be wanting to do these you're big burn downloads. burn data quickly. Uh, you don't right. want to burn your data in, in, in five days here. Yeah. So um, it's good to see they're backing the, the speed up with the data and they're not ripping people off because those are good prices. And Virgin are a pretty smart company when Absolutely. it comes to competitive prices. And the device you get with it, you get a little 4G modem, is the uh, Huawei E5776. The Huawei? Yes. However we say that. No, Huawei. Huawei. No, we're right. Mate, you've smacked. Yeah. Huawei, I'm good, thank you. Huawei, Huawei I'm good. Who's on third? <laughs> anyway, the uh, the device itself is, is pretty handy because uh, it can connect up to 10 devices wirelessly. Which is also which unique because a lot of these things are only five. That's right. Isn't well, that this interesting? Is, this has gone to the next level. So they've added people. So this could be used in a family. You can have your whole family on this thing. 13 gig of data, that's, that's a lot to go around. Yeah, good work. Uh, you can read more about that, as I said earlier, at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.
And it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your home and uh, small business networking needs. And as we say, with the amount of devices floating around your home now, especially with kids and, uh, and, and a family growing, uh, smartphones, tablets, laptops and computers, they all need to be connected well, not just to, to, to the internet, but together because you can share files, you can f- share documents, you can share movies, you can share photos. And uh, whether it's your TV, your computer, your iPad or your phone, uh, bringing those devices together is what Net- Netgear does. So uh, check out the website, netgear.com.au. Some great networking devices there. And uh, interesting to, to think now about the Samsung Galaxy S4 being available, Steve. Um, that has uh, uh, 802.11ac, Absolutely. which is the latest As in, does the in, HCC in, one. in networking, uh, the HCC one as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Net- Netgear, the, the first in, in Australia to have that 802.11ac router, which you can check out um, uh, reviews of at techguide.com.au, and you can check it all out at netgear.com.au. Proud sponsors of two. Two blokes talking tech. The Nokia. It's been, I've written a couple of stories about Nokia this week. The first. What's one, going on there? Well, they've released. Cash a, for comment. I don't know. Not quite, but uh, they've released a new smartphone. The Lumia 920. We know pretty well was released late last year. Big, heavy, Big, round, yeah. but very good device. Well, amazing camera on that thing. Honestly, terrific. Amazing. Well, speaking. Actually, I'll talk about that first. The lock. The Lumia 920 smartphone was just recently actually mentioned in my other story about um, an Aussie filmmaker who actually won a film festival, the Sundance London Film and Music Festival, with a short film that he shot entirely on the Nokia Lumia 920. Was it one or many of them that he used? Like, Well, I, I'm not sure. I think it was just yeah, the one. Right. But wow. um, he said that well, obviously the quality was there, but it was shot in far north Queensland. I've actually embedded uh, the, the award-winning film on my story there. On mm-hmm. Tech Guide, so check it out. It's a it's a, about Indigenous Australians, young Indigenous Aussies who are using hip hop music to reconnect with their elders. So they've taken these influences of modern music and used it to tell their stories and Very reconnect cool. with elders. Uh, cool. It's quite a good look. It's only a seven-minute film, so it's pretty cool. But the fact that audiences who watch Short the films film, are really my go, attention right. span-wise. But the audiences thought it was great and were amazed to learn that it was shot on a smartphone. And what the filmmaker, his name's Jason Van Gendron. He's from Terrigal in uh, New South Wales Central Coast. Coasty. He said that it really put his subjects at ease, the fact that they weren't surrounded by lights and big cameras and they were quite relaxed. Made just, it bloody he cheap holding, too. He was holding up a smartphone. But um, you mentioned, though, earlier that the 920, and I agree, I know you're not a fan of heavy devices, Trev. The 920 <laughs> is actually quite hefty. Yes. But you'll be pleased to know that the new, the follow-up, the Lumia 925 was announced this week. Yes. And one point that they did make <laughs> about the new Following on from feedback at Two was, Blokes Talking Tech. Was the fact that it only weighed just 139 grams. Which so is it's exactly, actually, that, that's it's how much lost, the BlackBerry It's um, lost Q10. a bit of weight. That's, now, that's very long. What's missing out of it, though, now, the 920 had the uh, the contact charging. Oh, which was you so, know, so heavily well, used. Yeah, well, anyway, that's that's now gone out of the 925, but you can, if you want to replace Sand the back cover. Sandbox up in arms about yeah, that. But you can replace the back cover if you do want to get oh, okay, it. But right. uh, they've, they've, it has uh, shed a bit of weight. I think uh, on your feedback, Trevor, though, I'm a bit sorry. I wonder that if that is the bulk of the around. weight that it had. Well, uh, it, it it is. I think the other the other phone was at one eighty four grams. It was quite it was heavy. Bloody heavy. Yeah, this one's one thirty nine. So it's had a. It's been to Weight Watchers. This phone. Yeah. But I should say it's had a little bit of a redesign. Yeah. It's, and this is this is the first redesign in a couple of years because the Lumia range when it first came out was that you know curved screen, curved back, and also very colourful. They've actually toned this whole thing down. It's it's gone away not completely, but gone away from the the bigger curves, and it's gone to more of a whites and greys and black. Yeah, it looks a bit sleeker. I think it's got the metal and the polycarbonate construction. There, it's also got a couple of new features we should mention, which is the Nokia Smart Camera. So that feature 
which you can shoot. God, like I a, hate those dumb cameras. Ten image, <laughs> ten image burst shot, and you can then edit your pictures into. I think it's kind of catching up on what the yeah, HCC and Samsung. You know, if someone's come, someone's patented that. that technology and they're licensing it, they're making millions. Yeah, We've got to find must, out who they that must is. Do, but the, all these features, though, the things like having best shot, action shot, motion focus, things like that, uh, is also available even if you've got an older Lumia with a software upgrade. See now, so, uh, thank that's yes. great stuff from Nokia. I talked about this with the Sam. Remember the Samsung Galaxy S4 launch, yep. and I whinged because I do about the fact that they had all these great things that were software upgrades mm. that they weren't making available to Galaxy no. S3 users. That's a bloody great. No, idea. it is. Well, it's obviously software driven. I don't know. I think the Sam- also they're desperate for market share. <laughs> yeah, so. well, yeah, Why they're trying it? very hard, but uh, the it's still obviously a Windows Phone 8 system. It's got a dual core 1.5 gigahertz processor. Uh, it's got access to the seven gig SkyDrive uh, cloud storage, but I, they look pretty cool. Not a bad looking I, I, device. I really, again, can't wait to see this device. <laughs> this is a, this is such a hard. It's like heartstring stuff, you know, because they are really nice devices. Mm-hmm. Windows 8 isn't bad. Yeah. Uh, it's just for some reason it's not taken off. I'll say it again. Imagine if Nokia made an Android phone. Well, exactly. Imagine, Imagine if these phones. Were Android. Well, I'll tell you, they'd be but, singing a different tune today. Well, I, this is the thing. Imagine. And I don't think they ever will. Would would they put the marketing? Because as a brand, and brand recognition, if you walk through Westfield's Parramatta and said, name the top two, top three phone manufacturers, they'd say Apple, Samsung, and Nokia, I yeah, reckon. Absolutely. Nearly everyone would. We should mention Nokia still have a, quite a, a solid market share around the world with, with feature phones, like oh, the opposite sure. of smartphones. But you wait for when, yeah. when BlackBerry rolls out that Q5 and when, you know, Samsung rolls out more and more cheap phones. That market share will disappear as well. So they need to compete in this space. I think that we mentioned sort of the emerging markets. I think they're the ones that companies like Nokia are targeting. They've already got a lot yep. of customers there. But uh, it's time right. will tell. Some that's nice, going to be available uh, uh, in late, uh, I think in June, July. And if you want to have a little sticky beak, some great photos up at techguide.com.au. I must have missed this one, mate, but it's on the rundown, and it looks very important, the Xperia Tablet Z. Yes, well, it's been uh, pre-orders the Xperia have started. Xperia Z is the phone that we love. Exactly. The this tablet. is the tablet version. Right, yes. And this is a, the same characteristics of the the Z smartphones. Waterproof, waterproof shockproof. Because, you know, that. taking your tablet in the bath is exactly. a big thing. Exactly. You want to have a shower with your tablet? You can now. So uh, you, you, you're taking your speakers in the shower, which we'll talk about Actually, the that's a good idea. I could put the tablet you up can, on the wall of the shower with like a suction it. cup mount and stream it to my Braven speakers, which we'll there tell we us go. about later. Well, we, we, we're big fans of the, the Xperia Z smartphone. Uh, the tablet Z kind of takes a leaf out of that book as well. Yeah. Pre-orders have started, uh, but they're also offering a limited edition one-touch collection. So you can buy a – and these are limited to only 50. They may even be sold out. I've got a link on my site if you want to pre-order them. Fourteen ninety-nine. That's $1,400. Who's going to say? What? Give me one. No. So you get the phone. What is it? You get the Xperia Z phone. You get the Xperia Z tablet Z, and you get the MDR one one touch Sounds NFC like white glove service. Handphone. <laughs> so they never mentioned the white glove. Ah. But uh, yeah, now the. Well, I'm very impressed with the Xperia Z, and I'm also very impressed. Have you ever? I've used this this tablet. I it looks no. stunning. It's yeah, a yeah. stunning device. Look, there's something, and this this is the. Do you remember? And it was probably two years ago now. Sony started talking to us about the fact that they were bringing together the brands, the, the Ericsson thing was going, and all that. Yeah. But they they were trying to bring the technology together, and this is that. This is the Bravia coming into your tablet. You know, it this is. is the the screen technology that they do really well. When you pick these things up, there, there's two things at play. One is 
um, really smart artwork on the background wallpaper always impresses you. But once you get past that, you realize that actually the screen on these things is stunning. Amazing. And this is when you take a, a $199 tablet and put it against a, a quality tablet. That's when you realize what you're paying for. Yeah. We should note, too, that it's the world's thinnest 10-inch tablet. It's only 6.9 millimeters thick yeah. uh, and also the world's lightest, which you will really enjoy. I'm a big fan of that. But um, I think right. that it should be noted too that, that Sony have kind of made a really good start to the year and they've actually recorded their first profit for some time in this in the first quarter of 2013. And so, we're open for sponsorship. So us. there we go. Yeah, that should be noted. But <laughs> we, yeah, we, could the, bring the <laughs> we could bring the profit back to loss any time if you like. Absolutely. Life. But uh, the Tablet Z pre-orders now. It's going to be released on June the 6th. And you can read more about that and you follow the link for pre Orders at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Apologies to the fans of the ticking clock. We're, uh, we're alive on location at the Tech Guide headquarters, and I didn't bring the ticking clock with me. But a uh, couple of great little reviews here, and we're, we're heading down a similar path here. We're going to talk speakers. Uh, and the first ones, and I, I reviewed these as well on EFTM, the the Braven um, wireless speakers are, are just that little bit more than just speakers, and they're you top say, quality stuff. You say Braven, I say Braven. I don't know which is right. It's definitely Braven. That one thing Why is, would you say Braven? I don't know, but one thing is not in dispute is they sound terrific. They do. They're they great sound great quality. Portable speakers, Bluetooth, stream your, your music through your smartphone and tablet and computer using Bluetooth. Pairs easily. There's three uh, in the range, the 570, $149.99, the $650, $199.99. Those two are quite similar. The, the 650 is made out of alum, uh, aircraft-grade oh. aluminium. Very that luxurious. Gorgeous. It's also got a longer battery life, 20 hours uh, yep. compared to the uh, 10 hours with the 570. But they're not just speakers. What I like about these oh. products, they can charge your products as well. Yeah. They're so, a USB charger. So you that, get a that sp- long life battery in them, yep. you plug into the USB out and you're actually straight into your smartphone, straight into your iPad or other tablet, right. whatever you're using. Uh, there's also a waterproof one, which I believe, and I'm trying to get this image <laughs> out of my head, which I believe that you use in the shower. That's the BRV1. Which looks what, you don't uh, want to hear slightly rounder. Uh, Bit of no. buble. I'd be turning the music up to it oh, so that you buble. wouldn't be able to hear you, Trevor. But that's one ninety nine ninety nine, fully waterproof, uh, and again has that capability streaming, uh, and you can charge your products. Great for the beach, great well. for the poolside. But seriously, uh, you know, some people do um, love having the radio in in the shower. You know, there's old shower radios. Absolutely. I just put tune in radio on my phone. I can listen to the to radio in the in the morning or my a bit next of shower. That's me. Yeah, again, I'm thinking the image is not sitting well with any of the <laughs> listeners right now. All right, great uh, products there, and you can read more about those at techguide.com.au. And while we're talking music and sound, uh, JBL and their uh, their NFC speakers. Yeah, now these were released as accessories to the Nokia Lumia smartphones. It's mm. been a bit of a Nokia show today, hasn't it? But anyway, yeah, JBL, this is a very well-respected audio company, and they've made two sets of speakers, the play-ups and the power-ups. So firstly, the play-up is a circular speaker, round speaker, NFC, so one touch with a Lumia or any other NFC-enabled phone, uh, and you'll be able to stream your music wirelessly. One downside of this is that you can't use these speakers as as a speaker of uh, hands-free speakerphone. The Braven, you, you can, can use true. as that. So we should just distinguish can that. Can you just... Oh, I've got these, and I, I won't lie, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to get them working because I got them working so they quick. They sound great. Oh, I just paired them with Bluetooth. Yep. Explain the NFC part to me. Well, NFC, there's a little plate on the front of the device. So if you've got a, a, a Lumia 920 or 820. So I shouldn't have paired by Bluetooth first. So I should have just gone and tapped and go. Tap and go. Well, that, that, that's kind of the Bluetooth pairing with one touch. Same thing, just a shorter, shorter. Just, just a so shorter. By, by tapping, 
my phone onto my speaker, it, it initiates and creates that pair creates automatically that without yes. me having to do the search and all that no, stuff. No, full well, zeros. Yes, you are. It's well, bloody anyway. easy to do, though. There you have it. Well, that, no, that, that, is there that's a problem? A is there a problem with Bluetooth speaker pairing? Oh, no, I just think it's, it's easier. It's just easier. It's not difficult. Well, no. you got to, you got to put it in the pair. You worry about me. Hang, Hang on, no, you worry about me thinking the iPad's too heavy and you can't well, pair a speaker? Well, this is what you got to do. The old way, you got to put it into, into pairing mode, Wait, make sure the lights go on blue and red, and you got to press it and hold it for 10 seconds. Seconds. Then you got to look on your device, find the other other device, pair it up, press that on your screen, wait for it to connect, type in your four zeros, which is always four zeros. <laughs> yeah, one, two, it's three, always four. four zeros, and then you get your pair. Now, wouldn't it be easier right. if you just go one touch, bip, and you're done? All right, That's you've convinced it. me. JBL, not NFC. you. Can you introduce that technology into cars as well? <laughs> I just I pair pair with a different car every week because I'm pretty lucky that way. Well, but fair income. It's very hard. In the car. other speaker in the this JBL is a range nice one, the big one is the power up. Now, this is three forty nine ninety five. The play up is one ninety nine ninety five. Now, the power up has that NFC capability, yep. but it also being called power up. Have a guess what else it can do? Uh, it wirelessly can, charge. It can charge your device. Except your nine twenty five. Not wirelessly. Not quite. Wireless, it's on contact. So there's a you know there's a saying. there's an area on top of the speakers where you rest your. But it's wireless. It's well, no, it has to make contact. There's no wires. Well, there's no wires. Still yeah, wireless. Okay, all right. Well, technically it's wireless, but it does have to. Touch. Doesn't work on the it Lumia nine twenty five though. <laughs> it can work on the Lumia seven twenty, the eight twenty, the nine twenty, and not the nine twenty five, which is coming soon. Well, no, it it won't. You'll have to plug in the cable, so it won't be wireless. But, you know, the other thing is they're, they're, they come in a whole range of colours, so they're yes. pretty funky. To things. match the Nokia. Great phone, for yes. the kids. Again, the, the, these these are kids. This is aimed at the youth market, 100%, Absolutely. and they do a great job, both Nokia and JBL. And you can read more about those at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And that's a wrap on episode 113. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, and we appreciate their support. And we appreciate your support and your audience. So you can follow us on Facebook at tech, uh, what, what are we? Two blokes talking tech.com. <laughs> uh, it'll direct you straight there. And you can find Stephen each and every week at techguide.com today. You churning out the yarns. Each and every day, actually. Well, Charlie. exactly. And, uh, and his uh, weekly podcast, the Tech Guide podcast, is him talking to himself. It's one bloke um, talking tech. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, if you want another bloke talking tech on his own, it's your tech life. Although I talk to uh, poor old punters who are looking for help. So if you need help with anything technology, uh, go to yourtechlife.com, send me an email, I'll try and help you out on your tech life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech.